Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina, and thanks for hanging out with me today. So when I'm recording this, it is actually Saturday, almost afternoon. It's almost 12 o'clock, and my house is super active right now. So usually when I record my podcast episodes, I do it the week before they release, or I do it the early morning before my family is up and moving. But that just couldn't happen today. So lots of things um, kind of getting in the way. And so we had to push it back a little bit and here I am. So that's just my pre-warning in case you get a random interruption or you hear some feet running above. That's why things sound a little bit different today. So here we go. I wanted to start off this episode today by reading a card that I received from one of my runners. So this runner has actually been with us, running with us for one full year probably to the week, literally. She started with the November challenge of 2021. And so we're, we're about to come up on our next challenge. It starts next Sunday on the 27th. And so for her, it has been one full year of running. And so she wrote this card and gave it to me and I'll keep it anonymous just because she didn't say, you know, go ahead and share this with the entire podcast audience. But I do want to share it because I want you to hear the gift that running has given her way beyond what people typically expect to happen when you take on a new running journey. So it says, Dear Tina, all of my adult life, I have been looking for the secret to fully believing in myself. Before running because I want to, I always knew I could get through anything, but not like this. I walk taller now. I smile brighter now. I have more grace with myself than I ever have. I crave the freedom that comes when I am an individual part of the world letting my body work while my mind gets to freely wander. Thank you for running and thank you for all of these gifts. I love you. So why share that today? Because I think people underestimate the power of diving into something new and scary and something that they think they might not be able to handle. So that's to like anyone who's thinking about getting into running who is a non-runner, but also to my current runners who are currently contemplating like their next steps, their next goal. And you still go through that same process. That same self-doubt process pops up for everybody, whether you're just starting or whether you're starting to venture into new territory. So it's totally normal, but this is the reward that's on the other side of that. That doesn't come from doing things that are easy. That feeling doesn't come from doing things that are comfortable for you. That feeling only comes from pushing yourself past your comfort zone, <clears throat> embracing inconvenience, embracing discomfort and realizing that that's what the goal really is. That truly is what the goal really is. Now, 
this runner would have been on an easy, let's say, something that she could already do. Like she had decided she wanted to walk for one mile and she knew she could do it. It didn't scare her. So that's kind of what she stuck to. And she's, you know, she went out and she walked a mile periodically here and there for the past year. These feelings probably would not be coming up for her. The reason she's walking taller and smiling brighter and having more grace with herself is because she's realizing that she's stronger than she thought she was and she's tougher than she thought she was and and she's more capable than she thought she was. And that just seeps into all other areas of your life. Like there's no way for it not to seep in and feel an impact all other areas, whether it's your work life, your relationships, your home life, whatever it is, like it seeps in and you become a different person. So much so that this is why my runners constantly tell me, and I know a lot of my runners are listening to this, but that's why whenever we can't hit our running goals and stick with our routines that we're used to, we feel so off, right? Like it just gives us like almost like a sense of grounding, a sense of self, a sense of purpose. Um, It gives us that opportunity to feel like we're doing something for ourselves, giving ourselves a little self-care. And it just, it is so much more than how far you can run. It really has very little to do with that. It's about doing things that are tough and things that you don't think are possible. What's, what's really, has really been blowing my mind lately is the desire for the runners who've been with me for a while now, whether it's been for three months or actually they've all been with me at least I would say four or five months at the least, and then over a year, up to over a year. So for all of these runners, there's been like this momentum change. And of course, when you're running a program, you guys know if you listen to me often that this is all very new for me. I'm only about just over a year into this whole process of trying to get people to step out of their comfort zone and embrace running to see what it, you know, the gifts that it can bring to your life. And And with that comes a lot of learning. Like I've learned so much. I have changed so much along the way. And I I will continue to change. But the one thing I didn't anticipate, which is happening right now, which I think could only happen at this point after runners have been running for a year, is that people are stepping way out of their comfort zone and really like craving that next level of discomfort. And I did anticipate that happening with people wanting to kind of dabble into races and runs beyond a 5K, which is 3.1 miles. So I knew in the beginning that I was going to prove to non-runners and people who think that they can't be runners that they can run 3.1 miles. Like that was my initial goal. And then I thought that after that, things would kind of fizzle out and then I would have a new group of runners who I would do the same thing. Like, hey, let me show you. This is possible. You can do this. You can do it while having balance in your life. And then I would just kind of keep like introducing people into the running world and then they would go on their way. And again, if you've listened to me often, you know that never happened. Like the first group of runners looked at me when they got to 5K, 3.1 miles and said like, we're not done. What are we doing next? Like we, you're never getting rid of us. And so it started to grow, right? And it started to go into, okay, well, let's see if we can get you guys to an 8K, which is five miles. And so, you know, and so on and so on. And so fast forward to, over a year later, and my runners are, I'm literally getting messages now. I've gotten four of them, four messages from non-runners. So zero experience with running about a year ago, now asking me, would it be possible for me to get them to full marathons? 
That's 26.2 miles. Is that mind-blowing? Mind-blowing. Like never in my life would I have thought that not only would I be able to convince people to give this a try, and I knew that they would learn to love it and that they would see themselves differently, but that we would grow so much, that their confidence would grow so much that we would not only be shooting for the next level, but then I've had, I have runners who are like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going for a half marathon, even though it had never crossed their mind. They said to themselves, I'm never going beyond a 5k. And not that you have to, not that it's all about like the farther you go, the better you are. Like, no, it has nothing to do with that. It is all about personal growth. It is all about breaking down your own barriers and and limiting beliefs. And and that's exactly what happens in the the initial program is you break down all these limiting beliefs about yourself and what you can do. And then it's almost like addictive. I'm not kidding. It's almost like you want to say, well, wow, I never thought I could do something like that. I never thought I could make that happen. I wonder if I could... And then you, you know, enter next level. And so I'm just, my mind is blown. I can't even imagine where this is going to be in another year after another year passes, like what we're going to be dabbling in and what everyone's going to be interested in. It's just, it truly is mind blowing. And so what's kind of happening is, is ultimately the life cycle that happened to me at this point, it's almost 17 years ago, whenever I was introduced to running and looking at it as something other than weight loss. And, and so I became very curious and interested. And then once I started to get into running and, and wanted to challenge my physical self to see like, what can I do now for me, that meant how far can I go? Not how fast can I go? That came later in my life. It, it was not as enjoyable to me, but that's a story for another day, but it was all about what can my body do now? And so I became like really passionate and really into seeing what, how far my body could go. And, and that's kind of like, it was kind of my release from that, that connection between weight loss and running or calorie burning and running. Like I was able to finally cut those cords and let that go. And then it all became about like my progress. And I became addicted to like, wow, like this is me. Like I at the time I was in my late twenties, early thirties. And I'm like, and I am an athlete. Like, look at me, look at all these things I'm doing. I hadn't been an athlete since high school. And, you know, I spent my college years doing more drinking than anything. And so to be able to come full circle and come back to this, like, you know, I, now I'm embracing running and as part of my routine and now I'm going to bed early and I'm treating my body better because I want to see what happens if I, if I put healthier things in it still eating the bagel, still eating the cookies, not stressing about calories, but just making little changes because I wanted to see like, what can I do next? And it was so fun. And it was so kind of addictive. It was like this whole, this whole lifestyle and this whole, this energy that, that was kind of surrounding running. And I started going to these races and, and meeting other runners and, you know, the energy that comes along with that, with the community running community, like there's so much support and there's so much connection and everybody gets it. Like everybody gets that running is a thing. It's, it's such a gift to you. And everybody can feel that when you surround yourself with runners like that. And so it just became like a place that I wanted to be. And I can see that slowly starting to happen. And I just, my mind is just, it's blown really. And so I find myself this weekend as I'm getting ready to open up our challenge Facebook group right? Like I'll be inviting our challengers to come into the, their private Facebook group for the week of the challenge, which starts on the 27th. So I find myself like trying to get those kinds of things in order and making sure that I'm, I'm getting in touch with all of those who signed up for the challenge to make sure that they are getting my emails and they know where to go. And so, so that's part of it, but I'm also getting multiple messages from my runners who are just my current runners. So they've already been through the program they're messaging me about like, hey, I've been thinking about my goal even after the half marathon. 
And I'm telling you, multiple people have reached out about like what they want to do next. And it's so cool because I get to watch how this is happening and remember like this is exactly what happened to me. It is exactly what happened to me and it is so exciting. And so of course, I mean, that's why, you know, people work with me and that's why they're here with me is the questions are like, do you think I can do it? You know, and that's, those are the questions that I asked too. Whenever I was in that phase, you know, I asked myself like, is this even possible? Is this something that I can manage? Can my body actually do this? It seems crazy. I remember when three miles seemed too long. I remember when jogging for five minutes seemed impossible. And so the question is like, do you think I could do it? Do you think that's something I could handle? And my answer is always yes. Absolutely. 100% yes. If you are willing to show up for your three workouts a week consistently and you're willing to, you know, do the work 100%, it can happen. And the thing is they're beyond questioning whether or not they can run. They know that they are beyond questioning whether or not they can run for three miles. They've done it numerous times. They've done it now like weekly within their training. It is now easy for them. And so now the question is, you know, that next uncomfortable level, like, do you think I could make that happen? Do you think I could be one of those runners? And the answer is absolutely. And so, you know, that can't happen without that initial like breaking down of the barrier. So what's really cool and really exciting is that when we do get our newest runners that come in, our, my current runners, again, those who have been through the program, they will come back and ask me to be a part of like the hype squad for the challenge. And so they'll come in and they'll cheer on all of the newest runners, you know, remind them like, Hey, you can do this. I was you, I was a challenger not that long ago. And here I am. And so, and they'll come in to do that. But what's really cool is like to be able to know that that's where they started and this is where they are. It doesn't seem fathomable to our newest runners. It does. It never does. Like people will come in and they'll, you know, they'll embrace the workouts that I give them because they are very manageable, but they sometimes can't see themselves sticking to it or, you know, ever getting that far. But, you know, none of us could, nobody could, you cannot, you cannot skip through any of these parts. You cannot like bypass this process that takes place to get you to that end goal of a half marathon or whatever your, your next big goal is. Like you can't pass go and get to that point. You have to go through this growth. You have to go through the beginning stages. You have to go through all of the, 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 the gradual growth to get you to the point of three miles and then say to yourself, like, that was hard. Like you will get to three miles and you will still say like, that was tough. Like, yeah, it's tough. And the only way to make it untough is to just keep going. Right. And so it's, it's, it's just this whole journey and, and the way that it changes you as a person, the way that it changes the way you view yourself and view others, I cannot even describe it. I can't. All I can say is that I think it has a lot to do with embracing discomfort, not running away from things that scare us. And again, this is not just in regards to running. This is in life. This is why people change as a person through this journey but you stop running away from things that scare you. You feel empowered that you know with a little bit of work, guided work in the right direction that you can change. You can change anything about yourself with just moving slowly and consistently in one direction and setting goals. It helps you to understand that things are never convenient. Things are not easy for anyone, right? Like nobody, this does not come quote unquote easy to anyone. Everybody works for it. Everybody starts in the same place, everybody works for what they get to. And you start to realize like, wow. And it's and everybody overcomes so many obstacles. Everybody has something that they're going through. It's never convenient. It's never like, 
oh, well, that person, you know, well, they're just naturally stronger or they're just naturally faster or it's naturally easy for them or, well, their life is easier. Like everybody has something. Everybody has something that they are working through, overcoming, and it's never convenient. And so you start to, through this process, and we talk about it a lot, we start to embrace the fact that it's not convenient. And sometimes we look to challenge ourselves with things that are inconvenient. Like, can you fit a run in between the two practices that you have to be at today? Can you fit a run in before you get up and go to work? Well, not before you get up, after you get up, but before you go to work. Can you fit a run in after you put the kids to bed with your headlamp on? Can you get out there in the snow, find a parking lot that's been, that has, the snow has been scraped? Why can I not think about this? Why can I not think of the words? But they've, they've laid salt in the parking lot, so there's no ice. Can you find a parking lot and go jog in circles? Like all of those things happen and all those things are okay. It's all okay. Like it's all doable. I have run nine miles in quarter mile circles while my kids played at a park because that was what life had given me that day. And we do these things together. And so it normalizes a lot of it. But that, again, that whole that whole perspective of waiting for things to be easy changes and it goes away. Then all of a sudden you don't have all of these excuses, right? And all these reasons why you can't pursue your goals or you can't keep running. Like you find a way to make it work and you realize like this is life. This is what other people do. It's not because it's easy for them. It's not because it's more convenient to them. It's because they realize it's inconvenient and they do it anyway. They figure out a way to make it happen. And when you do that, when you actually run, when it's inconvenient, you realize it's not so freaking bad. Like that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so hard. Like thinking about it was worse than actually doing it. Thinking of running for nine miles in quarter mile circles would like make me want to vomit. I hate running in circles and I hate running on treadmills, but I do. Like that's my life right now. Like I, I'm not having to run in circles right now, but right now because of my kids in their swim lessons, my only opportunity to run, that's not true. I could get up and go before work. <clears throat> so that's not true. I choose the inconvenience of getting on a treadmill while they're at swim lessons because that's the option I have right now in this stage of my life. So, you know, it is what it is, but I still want that goal and it still makes me feel good. And I still sweat and I grow and I smile and, and, and I've never regretted one single time that I've gone and shown up for a run in whatever capacity that looked like. I will look for it to snow and look for it to rain and I will put my shoes on and I will go out in that to prove to myself like, hey, you can make this happen. Like you're in control. You get to decide. You're not going to sit here and, and wait for things to be easy or convenient or, you know, when not so much is going on, like that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And so you just end up, you know, that excuse will appease you for a while. Like that excuse will will probably help you overcome the guilt that would come up from not doing something, right? Like, oh, well, I'm so busy. Well, the weather has been bad. Like, yeah, all of those are valid reasons. But if you really want something, like if you really want to grow, you have to change what you're doing, right? You have to you have to shift out of that comfort zone and you have to do things even when they're hard. If you really want to change, if you're really craving change and you're really changing growth, craving growth, you have to be able to do things that are uncomfortable and inconvenient. And so every single one of the runners on my team could have a valid excuse to be done. A, a valid excuse to say, this is not going to work for me right now. And it would be perfectly acceptable to society, to them, like they could say it. But they choose not to. They choose to find a way to make it happen anyway. And that's where these feelings come from. 
that feeling that you are in control and you are dominating your life and you are you know, doing things that you want to do regardless of your circumstances because everybody has them. Everybody has different circumstances and we call it the cards that you're dealt, right? And there's a podcast episode called the cards that you're dealt and how to overcome that because you have two options at the end of the day. You can either say, well, because of these cards that I've been dealt, I'm going to sit out of life. Or you can say, because of the cards that I'm dealt, this is what I'm able to manage and this is how I'm going to show up and, and this is how I'm going to make it work. So you can either fold and say like, oh, well, I guess, you know, I can't take care of myself. Or you can say, this is how I'm going to take care of myself. This is how I'm going to make it work. Maybe it's not easy. Maybe it's not convenient, you know, but it is the cards I've been dealt and I'm willing to, to hold up my hand and say, okay, let's go bring it on. Like, I'm going to make this happen however I can. So, you know, I've just, I, I, I am still trying to figure out how to verbalize what running gives you. I think that this note from one of my runners is a huge like insight into the change that happens. I feel it with every fiber of my being, even now as a runner, as a mom of two, I work full-time as a school counselor. I do the running program in the evenings and on the weekends. And I feel like running is my, it's my foundation. It's my grounding. It's my me time. It's my self-love. It's my identity. It's my part of my purpose. Like I put in a post. It actually didn't, it's not live yet, but it'll be coming in earlier this week. I put it on a timed release. There will be a post that comes out about running being my identity and how like I will have no doubts as to what I will be doing whenever I retire. I have no doubts as to what I will be doing when I am an empty nester, right? Like I already know what that looks like for me because I have this whole side of me that is just for me and my goals and my growth and my body and my mindset. And I can't wait to dive into that and work on that. And so the only thing that would stop me is if my body stopped cooperating, but, but it's not running as my catalyst, but it's, it's a mindset that I'm chasing. And so I assure you that if my body stopped cooperating, that I would find a way to do, to reach these same goals and to, and to push myself out of my comfort zone in ways that my body would allow me. And that might be with running, I'm sorry, with biking or with swimming, if that was easier on my body, I would 100% do that. I would run or I would try to ride a, what's called a century. I would see if I could ride 100 miles on a bike, like, and I would train for that. Or, you know, I would do some sort of duathlons or triathlons. I would find something because I really enjoy endurance sports. I enjoy being outside. So I most likely would find something like that, that my body would be able to do to continue to strive and reach and stretch and, and, and find the discomfort and grow and get excited about my goals. I would 100% do that. So I have no, I've already talked about it. I've already told Mike like, okay, this is what we're going to do when we retire. You know, he always talks about getting an RV and, and traveling and, and maybe I said, as long as we get to stop at all the race, you know, all the race locations that I want to try maybe doing some half marathons all around the country. But honestly, the way that our running group is kind of panning out, it's like that's going to happen way before retirement because we all have so many goals. You know, we, we've talked about traveling to different states. We've talked about running a half marathon in Las Vegas. We've talked about, I mean, I'm going to Pittsburgh again in the spring and people are traveling to Virginia Beach. And I've told all of my current runners, I'm like, if you get me six runners, in your area, like six runners, six soulmates, six rapper runners in your area that are running with us, I will travel to you and I will do a race in your area. 
um, I'm willing to do that. So, you know, if wherever our soulmates are, wherever we can gather, I am, I'm just super excited to be able to, to be a part of that. So, you know, it's just so nice to have this as part of me, just me, not mom, me, not school counselor, me, not wife, me, but just me. It is my thing. And I am so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for it. I had a friend not that long ago who had said to me, she actually had joined our program and she said, you know, Tina, I was at this, I don't know, like a convention or she was, she was at a group with a group and they said, you know, what are your hobbies? And they went around the room and everyone shared like what they do for fun. And she said, and they got to me and I had nothing to say. I had nothing to say. I was so, it was such a reflective moment for me because I had nothing for myself. There was nothing that I was doing for myself. And I thought to myself, like, yeah, if somebody asked me what my hobby is, I would say running 100%. And running has changed for me in numerous capacities over the years. Like it has shifted and changed. It has been more, it has been less, but it has always been a part of my life and always will be a part of my identity. And in that moment, she and I kind of talked about that. And I believe that's shortly after is when she joined you know, the program and then running became something that she did too. And it became, you know, part of her life and she felt really good giving herself that time. And, you know, that's just another example of how it, it gives you so much more than just the physical activity. It gave her a, a, a role outside of mom and teacher and wife and daughter. And, and so it's just, it just changes so many things. And, Okay, so, you know, back to the question that, you know, some people might have, which is, well, how is this different than just working out? Like, couldn't it be the same thing? Like, if you just went to the gym and worked out? Maybe, but there's something unique about running where, you know, you have the experience of completing a race. And we call them like celebration races. And they happen in the spring and the fall primarily. And you get to go and gather with all of these people who have been on similar journeys, doing similar runs to get ready for this one celebration race. And you get to spend that day celebrating yourself and everything you've done. And it's like, it has a start line and it has a finish goal and you get to work your way through in the middle. And then you get to celebrate and nothing lights you up more than saying like, I did it. I checked the box. It's not like this, you know, it, it ends up being in the end, like, <laughs> because you set goal on top of goal on top of goal. So, and then you're, you know, string your goals together and you find that you're doing this for, you know, years at a time, which is what's happening to my runners now. But it's not like if you were to say, well, I go to the gym and that's part of my identity because a gym, going to the gym sometimes can feel like you're just stringing workouts together, right? Like for all of eternity, like it's, in order for this to be who I am, I'm just going to have to continue to go to the gym and do all these things. And that's fine. And that, and that does work for people, but I'm just trying to explain the difference between, in my opinion, the difference between running and just working out, right? Like, so that to me is what's different. So when people get into like these, you know, new workouts or I'm going to this new um, boot camp or I'm trying this, like, and I think those are great. And again, if that lights you up, then I think that you should do that. But if it doesn't and you find yourself like, well, I tried this and it's not working, maybe it has nothing to do with like your physical ability or your desire to stay consistent or your desire to get strong. Maybe it's just because you need a little start and finish line along the way. You need something to work towards. You need a place to start. You need a plan to follow. And you need to be able to celebrate yourself and finish that and say like, I did that. I checked the box. And then decide once you check the box, like what is next for you? Do you want to take a break? Do you want to pick a bigger goal? Do you want to try to do that one again to see if you can make it feel better? Like the sky is the limit. And I, I will swear by that, that I, I believe that's a huge part of what 
the appeal is in running is that there's a start, there's a finish, there's a celebration. And that celebration ultimately lights you up so much that you can't wait to get into whatever your next goal is. And so, you know, round and round we go, you end up doing it and it's years at a time. My runners right now who are hitting the one-year mark, that particular group who did the challenge last November, they are shocked that it has been a year. They cannot believe that they have been running for a year. I mean, if you listen to some of the podcast interviews, they're on there and they'll say to you like, I was the one who quit everything that I started. I was the one who did every fad workout, every fat. I joined every, you know, every new gym and I quit within a couple of weeks. And now I've been doing this for over a year. Like you've got to be kidding me. I've never stuck to anything this long. And I think that, I think that not just the community that we have, like the support that we have in our community. And of course the, the somebody to be able to say like, no, it's normal. Like you're on the right track. When you start to have those doubts, like that's the beauty of having a coach, but I think it's because we've we string together these goals, right? And before you know it, you've 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 done this for years. Like they're already most of them have already signed up for their next wicked 10k race. That's next October. So do you see that mindset shift? Like they had so much fun training and running this wicked 5k and 10k that they have already signed up for next October. That right there, there are no doubts in their mind as to whether or not they're going to be running for the next year. They already know. They know their spring goals. They know that we're going to have some summer challenges and then we're going to start training for our fall goal of the wicked. And that was so fun and so exciting that there's no doubt in their mind whether or not they're going to be working out or, you know, continuing to run for another year. How crazy is that? Wouldn't that be an amazing feeling? So I'm just so proud of them and and so excited and so happy that they could find that place. And I just want to mention again, because I've mentioned it before, but in case you've been a runner who has tried and then stopped and tried and stopped, something happened at the one-year mark. Something happened. And if, if you ask my runners, they will tell you that too. Like it just felt different. Something changed in them. Something changed. And not just physically. I'm Obviously, physically, they have gotten so much stronger, but something shifted mindset-wise. Something shifted for them mentally and running became a different a different entity for them after one year. And I think that's pretty incredible. And I can't wait to see what happens as the years go on. I mean, it's 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 mind-blowing. Mind-blowing that we hit one year and and you know, these are the runners who are now like, "Hey, do you think I could ever run a full marathon?" Like, "What?" Oh my gosh, 26.2 miles. And and I, not that I think that that's such, you know, so unattainable or insurmountable. It's because like when I say what, I mean like, oh my gosh, do you remember the person that you were one year ago? Like, do you remember the fears that you had about running for five minutes straight? Do you remember when you looked at me when I said, I want you to run for 10 minutes? Or when I said, I want you to tack on five extra minutes of jogging at the end? Like, do you remember that person and what you thought of what I was telling you? And here you are. Like, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And I'm just so... I just feel so lucky to be able to be a part of it. It is exactly, it is exactly what I've wanted to do. Exactly what I've wanted to do was to show people that running is not only doable, but that you, anybody can do it. I wanted to show people that it, it gives you so much more than just the physical gains of an exercise, that it doesn't have to be tied to weight loss, that you can do so much more than you ever thought possible. And that I wanted to, I wanted to be able to show people that and it's happening and my mind is blown. And I'm so grateful for it. <sighs> On that note, if you are not a part of any of our teams, but you are like wanting this so bad, like this feeling that's coming, like it may not be for everybody and that's okay. But if if you are craving something like this, if you feel like 
gosh, I wish I had that feeling. I wish I felt like that about running. And you want to try it out. We have the free challenge on the 27th of November. You have to go to tinarepo.com forward slash run to get on the wait list ASAP because those emails are going out. Um, but we invite you in for one full week. You get a week of your initial training plans. You get a group where you post, which is what we do in our programs. You get coaching every night. I'll be going live in the Facebook group for five days, the five-day challenge. And it's just so hype. And then you get to decide, like, is this something that I want to continue on with this group or do I want to try to do it on my own or, you know, wherever you want to go from there. But you kind of get to take it all in, like the mindset shift and and how you can change your perspective of running and what a difference it makes when you do. So if you're hearing this and you are wishing that you could have a mindset like these amazing runners, please know that they all started right where you are and they have grown into this from their consistent work of showing up three times every week. And it's so incredible. All right, you guys, I hope you have an amazing weekend. I love you guys. I look forward to hanging out with you next weekend, next Saturday when the next episode drops. And I hope you have an amazing week, you guys. See you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinarepa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.